0: Thank you, my dark flock, for listening to The Raven's Post. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Raven's Post, R-A-V-A-N-S. Now sit back and enjoy the story. Thank you again for listening to The Raven's Post here on Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. In one place, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back to our show. Last night, while I sleep upstairs in the bed, I was startled, awoke by a sound of something heavy hitting the living room floor. Mere seconds went by when the sound of what appeared to be a chair falling over. I just lied there, too afraid to get up. All I could do was listen. I started to hear footsteps moving slowly throughout my house. After a few seconds, heard the sound of a plate crashing to the floor in the kitchen. Is someone in my house? Do I have a poltergeist? I am going to die. These questions raced through my head. I thought about calling 911, but I realized I couldn't because I accidentally left my phone in the car like an idiot. Lightning crashed outside my bedroom window, lighting up the skies as the thunder roared on and the rain came pouring down. For a moment, my mind got swept away in the soothing sounds of the falling rain. I started to doze off again. I was just about to fall back to sleep when the sound of creaking steps jolted me continuous from my rain-induced slumber. Someone or something was coming up the stairs. I pulled the blanket up over my head and lied there, shaking, sweating, and praying. Suddenly, the creaking stopped. I knew it had reached the top of the stairs and was mere feet away from my bedroom door. Seconds went by. I heard the sound of a small tap on my bedroom door, causing it to slowly creak open. With my back to the door, I could hear slow, gentle footsteps enter my bedroom, then stop almost immediately. I could feel a presence was in the room. I could feel eyes beaming through the darkness and deep into my soul. My body began to shake with fear, my heart beating fast as if it was about to burst right over my chest. Another lightning crash frightened me, and I screamed. Suddenly, I found an enormous weight come crashing down upon my back, pushing me stomach first down onto the bed. This thing was now on top of me. I screamed again. I started to squirm in a feeble attempt to free myself. I screamed at it. Stop! Get off of me! But it didn't stop. It didn't move. I felt its forearm land hard on the side of my head, forcing my face down onto the pillows. I felt its hot, wrenching breath on the back of my neck. I couldn't breathe. I knew I was going to die. Through all of the fear and chaos, I somehow remembered what my father used to say If you're going to go down, you better go down swinging. I took his word. And with a primal scream I mustered up every ounce of strength that I had within my being I thrusted back against this thing finally fighting it off of me what followed after that was a loud thud on the bedroom floor I quickly reached for the lamp on my nightstand turning it on and turning back around just as this thing's head began to rise from the side of the bed I was soon face to face eye to eye with this monster we stared at each other for what seemed like forever. Its eyes black as night, its teeth as sharp as the devil's blade. Finally, I sighed and said, Buster, you're one heavy dog. Come here, buddy. I'm sorry.
1: A little backstory, I was born on October 31st, 1983. I don't know how much of it is true, but from what I was told, a tornado hit the hospital the moment I was born. It destroyed everything except the ICU and maternity ward. Fast forward a year and a half, I hadn't started really talking yet, and my mom was getting ready for work. I was sitting on the floor playing with my toys. As she passes by me, I said, Mama, don't go. She stopped dead in her tracks. I hadn't even said my first word yet. And here I just spoke a complete sentence. She looked at me and asked, What did you say? Clearly stunned by the situation. I answered her again. "Mama." don't go. With that, she called in to work sick. A half hour later, a breaking news report came on the TV. On the highway she would have been driving on, at the same time she would have been driving on it, there was a 13 car pileup. My mom would have died. She told me I served her life that day. Now after that, my mom went on a downward spiral. She started doing heavy drugs. One night, as she was doing them, I came up out of nowhere and bit her on her arm. She flung me across the room, the back of my head hitting the brick fireplace. She realized what she had done and called an ambulance and the police. She turned herself in, and they put her in a psych ward. I was placed with my grandmother, my father wasn't in the picture at the time. My mom and him had been separated since I was 10 months old. He had been into a drunken, drug-induced range, and because I had been crying, he tried to suffocate me in my crib. My mom fought him off and took off to her mother's, my grandmother, who I was left with when she was committed. Now I had just turned two while living with my grandmother. With my mother in the hospital. When my dad showed up to her house with a new woman on his arm wanting to see me, my grandmother allowed it. She stepped out of the room for a minute to get something. When she returned, my dad, the woman, and I were gone. Now, this was long before they had the Amber Alert. So my mother's side of the family wouldn't see me for 12 years. Anyway, fast forward to my 8th birthday, I had come to love the woman who had been on my dad's arm that day and called her mom. She protected me from my father on many occasions when he was in a drunken rage. He had a son named Danny, and I had grown very attracted to him. I had come to think of him as more than just a brother. He was like a second father to me. He taught me everything that a father was supposed to teach a daughter. Now, I loved him very much, and still to this day, I miss him. Needless to say, my attachment and connection to him was very strong. So on the night of my 8th birthday, I had a horrible dream. I was out of my body watching him as he was working on a computer. He heard a noise outside and went to inspect it. Someone was missing with his motorcycle. The man noticed my brother, snatched my brother's helmet off his bike and took off down the street. My brother hopped on his motorcycle and took off after him. At the red light down the street, he tried to stop and he couldn't. His brakes had been cut. So he served, hit the curb, flew 16 feet in the air. When he landed, his neck landed on the curb. He died instantly. I woke up screaming and crying. My stepmom ran in and asked me what was wrong. I told her about the dream. She told me it was just that, a dream. Unfortunately, I had that dream once a week until the month before it happened. I even told my brother about it. He laughed it off and told me not to worry, that he wasn't going anywhere. The look in his eyes told me something different though. He had believed it. The day came when I had been in school and was pulled out of the class. My dad drove us to the hospital. Once there, the doctor came in and told us there was nothing they could do. Danny was gone. It had happened exactly as my dream had foretold. I've never forgotten that experience. It still haunts me to this day. I still have premonitions and do what I can to help people who they directly affect. Whether they listen to it or not is their decision. A word of advice, though: if a child comes to you with a reoccurring nightmare, please listen to them. It may just save your life.
0: Thank you for tuning into the Ravens Post. If you have any stories you have written you would like to feature on an upcoming episode, please email me at raven r a v a n podcast seventy eight at gmail.com